You're listening to DraftKings Network. Today on the Cooligans, in the first segment, we try to resolve the PR nightmare that is the new studio. <laughs> also, Christian Pulisic is firing shots at everybody at U.S. Soccer. Also, Italia. Also, the NIT World Cup. Is that going to happen? It, would anybody go? And also, Julian Gressel. Congratulations. Aww. Yeah, and in the second segment, another new studio. <laughs> we record the second segment after the USA versus Portugal match. So if you watch that, don't worry about it. And you listen to the first segment. We got you covered in that second segment. We talk about the Weston McKinney era. And also we talk about Horvath! That and more on this episode of the Cooligans! This is Jack Harrison from NYCFC, and you're listening to the Cooligans. Yeah, baby! Yeah! We're still here! We're still here! They let us back in the building! <laughs> Welcome to the show! We're, yes, we're still in the studio that you despise. Oh, they love! <laughs> the fans had no hardcore visceral reaction to us being in a studio, which I think is still below us. Okay? <laughs> that's how That's how much talent I think we have. That's right, everybody. So thank you uh, again for listening to The Cooligans. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah. My name is Christian Polanco. That is your name. And my name is Alexis Guerreros. Uh, and that's right. And uh, yes, we are still above Madison Square Garden. We don't know how we got here either. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but yes, we are in uh, Cumulus Studios at, uh, at Stage 17. Yeah, every time uh, we get in the elevators, I'm like, man, security is going to be, as soon as the doors open, security is going to be like, come on, guys. Yeah, some fire. We finally heard the podcast. <laughs> some, and, uh, <laughs> some alarm's going to go off. Yeah. And like, oh, no, these guys uh, you, these guys were on the uh, no wanted list. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, no, the unwanted list. The, not, an, not fly enough list. Uh, <laughs> so you can't be up here. Uh, but this is, uh, yeah, again, we're still we're still kind of adjusting. We're still learning uh, what, what like. Uh, the kinks out. Yeah. You know? we're, we're trying to figure What's out. What's allowed? What's not allowed? Exactly. Uh, shirts off, shirts on. I mean, yeah. who knows? We've been doing this in our underwear for years, <laughs> and all of a sudden, they try to tell us we can't uh, work in our underwear. No, we, got a, we got pants. What kind uh, of pants? what kind of oppression yeah. did we, you know, fall into? I will not have you. Daffy Duck shame me. Uh, is that the one with no pants? <laughs> Daffy Duck. Duck? Uh, I, think I think both of them. Duck. I think both of them. Both of them? None of them wore pants? None of them wore pants. Oh, that's <laughs> Jesus. I mean, you know, we yeah, ducks don't really wear pants. It's not really the thing. They also don't talk. Why is the pants the thing that you can't get with? Uh, but yeah, this when as soon as we so we didn't really announce uh, before we re- started recording here that you know because we would be happy we haven't because we didn't we weren't we didn't really, alert anybody because <laughs> we, we weren't sure we weren't sure that uh, anything was going to happen right. so rather than get anybody's hopes up and which then, also goes to show a little bit about us where we're just like until the episode <laughs> is done do not tell anybody what is happening we don't want this to get ruined exactly so yeah so we were we were just uh being uh cautiously optimistic. That's one way to put it. Right? Yeah. So we were waiting till we got like, till we actually stepped in, stepped in the door. Cynical and disbelieving. Till, till we saw be. the light on the camera turn on, we were like, okay, I think we can let people know that we're here now. Let's say once we saw the Cooligans <laughs> flag, we're like, they're going to throw paint on us, aren't they? <laughs> like, this is just for the photos. <laughs> so everyone knows who is it that we just mocked. Exactly. And there was, uh, so after we uh, took some photos and saying, hey, we're in a new studio. Oh boy. 
did uh did our did our fans go a little haywire? They when went <laughs> buck wild. They, went, uh, they I couldn't tell. At first, I was like, "Oh, this is a cool." like sarcastic way. And then at one point I'm like, I think they're worried for us. I think we've we wronged them yeah, somehow. I think we just disrespected <laughs> our fan base. So because we didn't get to address this last week. No. Let's just get a, a Put it co- out on couple the things out of the way. Yeah. We are, yes, we are here. <laughs> and it is very exciting for us to be in this fancy studio with all this stuff. Regardless uh, of what you think. Everything will change. <laughs> <laughs> we, this is we, who we are. We now. are not the same people. <laughs> no. I don't. I mean, I don't want to worry anybody, but just just to let you guys know, <laughs> shed our skin. We are now butterflies. <laughs> is that what happened? No. We, look, the the old studio is not really. It's not going anywhere. No, no, it's still there. My <laughs> wife hates the cards. They're still on the wall. <laughs> the soccer cards are still on the wall. Uh, we are. We are. Essentially, we can't. We can't dress this studio up the way we want to because we'll it, find away but, but no yeah but we will miley cyrus isn't going to come here to do like an interview with wplj and be like why are there cooligan stickers <laughs> everywhere and who are the cooligans uh yeah it would be cool it would just be cool to hear miley cyrus say the cooligans that, that'd, be dope. that'd be pretty that'd be a new drop in, in her uh you know hey you guys my, yeah. her vo- <laughs> just, I, lo- I really love the cooligans <laughs> I smoked weed for three years but i smoked enough for so, an entire her voice is so yeah. right her, her singing voice is gorgeous yeah. her talking well, voice is is well very very raspy, yeah. Oh, you know you're not into Miley Cyrus's music. I don't know anything about it besides the party in the USA song. I've heard that like she's, once or she's twice. She's a very very talented uh, musician. Yes, yeah, she take is. Your I mean, word for she it. did do a, a little bit of the. Uh, some people sort of accused her of this like hip hop appropriation that she did, where she just saw the one video where she's like, "What is it? Jay's on my feet." Yeah, yeah, she, she did that with, uh, with Michael from Three Six Mafia. Yeah, and yeah. Michael May. So Juicy J, everybody. Juicy J, that's right. Not the one with the baby arm. The other one. What? Paul. Paul. DJ Paul is that his name? Who are you talking Paul? about? One of them has a baby arm. He calls it a baby arm. I'm not offending anyone. <laughs> he calls it his baby arm. He has a smaller arm. <laughs> I did. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Prince Paul? Is it Prince Paul? It might be Prince Paul. It's not a Juicy. It'd be weird to to have a Juicy J and a Juicy Paul. I'd say Juicy DJ Paul. <laughs> I, I it might know. be Prince Paul. I'm sorry that I'm forgetting this, but also <laughs> it's Southern hip hop, so it's not that important. Uh, <laughs> that's literally just for footy mob. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so we're, we we can't really go too crazy with how we uh, uh, dress this place up, but we will do things yes. uh, to to bring some of the old. Not even I wouldn't say the old studio. The other studio. We'll we'll bring it with us. Adjacent studio. We're gonna be putting stuff around, so you will be you will be given signals. Yeah. Uh, that we are that, who we are. By we- the way, we do not need help. Please don't <laughs> send anyone. So yeah, we should at least uh, mention the the video that Jay Riddle made, which is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. Which is incredible. Uh, uh really, it, it, it's a it's a beck and call to to all Cooligans fans uh, to to see if if the Cooligans are in danger. Which was which. Thank you for that. <laughs> not let it happen. Uh, to not let this uh, studio happen. I'm trying to pull up the video here. Do you have it already, or I do uh, have it somewhere. Uh, yeah, I can get it. But regardless, I, I mean, I know he, he, he. Jay put out uh, just a lot of. Uh, uh, he, he he asked a lot of. Uh, uh, he bombed us, which is which pointed is questions. Hilarious. Uh, just really about wh- what happened. Who. Where are they? Who approved it? Who approved it? That was it? a big one. <laughs> who who did we sell out to? Right. Is Gulati involved? Is Gulati is, involved? Is Matt Doyle involved? You know, because there's so many 
uh, uh, you know, it's not just Matt Doyle. It's Matt Doyle's evil cats. <laughs> so, because if you don't know Jay, which you will see in a second, is a or here in a second is very much a dog person. Let's uh, let's at the very least uh, let's play the video uh, so you can so you can hear it because because uh, it, it's it's too too funny to not to not share with everybody. So here this is this is Jay Riddle uh, of of you know from Atlanta playing uh, you know just uh, worrying about the Cooligans being himself. Listen, y'all, this is Jay Riddle. I'm coming at you right now because the soccer cooligans just tweeted out some very disturbing information. I think they've been sold to MLS. Maybe Matt Doyle and his evil cats have purchased him or acquired them somehow. I don't know what kind of dirt they have on them. But this is an outrage. What happens to the soccer cards? What happens to the soccer cards, guys? What, what are you doing with the scarves? There's no scarves. It's just a flag waving in the background. You have a flag now? Guys, we have to organize and make sure that this is legit, that they haven't been taken hostage by Gulati. Come on, guys. <laughs> that is <laughs> that is so funny. What I love about it is people paid attention. People listened. People started <laughs> tweeting more. This became a huge thing. And it was hard. It was like I, I tried to get involved, but it took on a life of its own. No, at that All we could do is sit back and watch. Yeah, at that point, we were, I was just like uh, – yeah, th thank you for the concern. Uh, but, but just the, just the fact that uh, you know, obviously, this is a it's a big deal, right? Like you know, moving to another studio, it's a bit, it's a big deal for us. We were very excited about it, and, and the fact that some people uh, look, if, the fact that they didn't, they, they, nobody was prepared for it. That's really what it was. We didn't mention it, but again, we talked about this because we weren't sure they were actually going to let us <laughs> in here. So. Well, the funny thing is the amount of shock you guys had, so did we. Yeah, we were just, <laughs> when we finished, we are like, did they even like, record yeah. any of that? I was When I was watching Jay's, Jay's video, I was like, yeah, he's right. We got to get, somebody got to do something about this. We somebody gotta. help them. <laughs> and by them, I mean us. Uh, but no, but thank you uh, for that. Thank you for the concern. Anybody who uh, tweeted at us, uh, thank you for uh, yeah. being being emotionally invested in, in, in what's going on. Uh, it, this is going to be big for us. Like the, the thing I think... I think, first of all, I love the fact that people care. Mm -hmm. You know, when somebody worries about you, I think that's that's important, right? That shows they love you. Uh, <laughs> but I think what's wow. important also is that this it's studio... Just stare directly into that camera and say what you just said to your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Did I say that? Uh, <laughs> Imagine I just started crying. Uh, that'd be hilarious. Well, that's good for ratings. Uh, maybe I should. But what I'm saying is, like, this is going to give us an opportunity to interview people, like, legitimately. We talked a little bit about it, but yeah. already I sent, you know, I, I, I hit up a few people saying, hey, we want to interview you, and here's where. And I heard back, like, oh, that looks great, which if we would have done that with just the two of us sitting as close as possible in front of <laughs> soccer cards. I'm not sure you would have gotten that same reaction. So uh, exactly. So I actually, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to work on trying to get like a, maybe a collage of soccer cards behind I us. I say we just do that. Yeah. That, yeah. I think it'd be fun. Uh, all right. So a lot, yeah, a lot of work to be done, uh, to, to make a lot of positive, the positivity surrounding <laughs> the cooligans. Exactly. So uh, let's, uh, let's uh, obviously, uh, MLS playoffs are on a, a little bit of a hiatus because of the international break. And, uh, Ooh. Oh boy. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, we talked about, I think we talked about that two weeks ago, right. About the, 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 the grant wall suggestion of, uh, of changing the playoff structure. Uh, but for now we live with it and that this uh, is who we are for right now. This is what we have to do, <laughs> but we are, uh, we're right now we're recording this segment before the, the friendly USA game uh, yeah. against, against Portugal, which I'm sure they're going to, 
dominate, which I don't know if uh, is, is Ronaldo going to play. I don't think so. I think it's a lot of the younger players and I, I can pull up the roster, but it's a, still an incredibly skilled roster. This yeah. is not the Portugal of old. These are all the kids who I think have been inspired by Ronaldo. Sure. Well, they, I mean, they, and they also just won the Euros. I mean, they're, yeah. they're doing fine. I right? mean, but you saw how they won the Euros, you know, I mean, it was like, you know, the same way, you know, Sweden beat Italy, you know, it wasn't pretty, <laughs> you know, but uh, this is, this is a very, very uh, skilled I, team. That, I know, uh, the US I know Ronaldo uh, had just had a baby with his, uh, his fourth, fourth kid. Yeah. Wow. I mean, he's got money to feed them. You know, is that okay? Sure. Yes. And he has something to make them too. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't think they're all with the same lady though. I don't think so. Either. No one lady could be that lucky. You know? <laughs> so I know he just had, uh, you know, his, uh, girlfriend, I believe he's not, he's not married. Right. Uh, I think it's, yeah, I think it's just his girlfriend. Just, uh, just, just he's something. trying to have more babies than, uh, Messi has blonde doors. I think it's <laughs> sure, well, good luck. I mean, yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> He's like, what do you think, Messi? I mean, you got... okay, M- Messi has how many kids? Two? I think he has two. Okay. Yeah. And they're both and they're both taller than him. But but his his girlfriend just had that's hilarious. Uh, his girlfriend just had a kid, so I don't know if uh, he's going to make this uh, game uh, to, against the USA. I mean, I've never had a kid, but I would assume the first thing you want to do is just like, all right, you guys take care of it. And by guys, I mean his entire staff that he has at home. <laughs> so uh, so we so we're going to talk about in the next segment. We'll talk about the US uh, friendly against Portugal. Nobody's really. I mean, it's a friendly. Uh, you know, how intense are we going to get about it? But we should uh, address at the very least that, yeah, it's, it's, a, it is a, how did we look? I think that's, what's important. And seeing all the, the, yeah. the, the new young players, the score will not matter. Sure. I, I'm just hoping it's not a very, very bad scoreline. <laughs> get back, wait till the third segment and you will see if I hold true to that statement, whether I don't care about the score. Cause I may be very upset. I may be very happy. If we win, I will treat it as though we won. If we lost, I'd be like, don't worry about it. Okay. Because the score doesn't matter. Just so you know, that's exactly what I'm going to do. Well, we're only doing two segments today. Not three. You just said, Oh, the third segment. True. Second, Second segment. segment. My bad. Mm-hmm. Okay, because somebody's listening is like, and they would have been like, "Do what's that? They're look, they cut it out. <laughs> they're in a new studio. Yeah. You see, they they've already changed. They're yeah. lying to us. Someone <laughs> holding two dogs. It's just gonna go off on us. <laughs> so, um, so, uh, so we, yeah, we do want to see w- w- what the young players are gonna do. So, I mean, there's a lot of uh, who's who's getting opportunities. Weston McKenney, uh, Adams is gonna Tyler be in Adams. there. Uh, Sergeant got called in. I Just don't start. think he's gonna start though. I don't think he's even gonna play. Sure, I know. But CJ Sapong, I CJ think. CJ Sapong, got his uh, uh, Ale Bedoya. So there's two from the union. Mm-hmm. Um, who else? Who's the um, the defender, John Brooks, who we've seen Jonathan before, Brooks. who's I, I'm hearing had a tough season. I don't really watch that much Bundesliga, but I'm hearing well, he's he's a, a he was season. injured, so he's finally yeah. back. Uh, so yeah, he, who is he? he's at? Heard uh, uh, of Berlin? No, he he got he got sold to uh, Wolf, not Wolfsburg, Hamburg. No, not Hamburg. The the, the Hoffenheim. No. Not Werder Bremen. <laughs> not Werder Bremen. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I just don't know the German name, but they're the... Salino and Barnes? <laughs> is it Wolfsburg? Wolfsburg, right? Is it Wolfsburg? Yeah, I'm pretty Might sure. Tromany Glazer? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a deep cut for anyone from New York, by the way. Tromany uh, Glazer. Yeah, at Wolfsburg. Wolfsburg. Uh, okay. So, um, so these are the people we, we just want to see like uh, how they're going to play. And, and we don't really know what to expect because all the normal dudes that are that are there uh, are, are, that are normally there are not going to be playing. What do you think? Do you think Sarah Can is going to bring in more of a youth movement? 
Do you think he's going to bring in some of the older players? I think it's going to be I, – I, my guess is uh, more of a younger lineup because, uh, I mean, what's the, what's there to lose? Just see what they got. Point. Yeah. yeah. But it's just like lose – Bring lose, out the U-12s. <laughs> lose 12-0. No. Who cares? Just Who go gives a shit? <laughs> we, can, we'll see. Can Let them take a couple touches. Yeah. Are they comfortable playing against Nani? You yeah. know, can they handle themselves? You know what I say we do? Do what Italy wouldn't do. Bring out Javinko. <laughs> bring out Javinko. Yeah. Uh, what if it's a, it's a friendly. We can't get in trouble. What are they going to do? Tell us we can't go to the World Cup? <laughs> I dare you tell yeah, me. Yeah. Look yeah. me right in the face <laughs> and tell me I can't go to the World Cup. You know what? You can't fire me. <laughs> I ain't going to the World Cup. This company just got dissolved. Also, <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's talk about that because that's uh, huge news and 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 probably makes uh, some Americans feel a little bit better about their current situation. Uh, but it also increases the number of pretty great teams that you expect to see in a World Cup that will not be there. The year 2017, a lot's changing. Everybody's losing their jobs. Everyone's and losing <laughs> jobs. Everybody's, everybody's losing their minds. Everybody, Nazis are back. <laughs> Racism is back. Okay. Teams that normally make the playoff will not make People the playoff. People exposing themselves when they definitely should not be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay? This uh, our teens hot. 2017 <laughs> is trying to answer that question. It is absurd. <laughs> it is ridiculous. So many up is down, down is up, the upside down in Stranger yeah, Things. Yeah. Everything's happening. Presidents are demigorgons. <laughs> it's the whole nine. Italy. Italia. Italia. Not going to the World Cup. Look, I don't even think they made it out of the group stage in the last like two anyway. Yeah. You know, so this idea but they also that did win the World Cup. Uh, no, the Euros. No, they won the World Cup. Italy won the World Cup in yeah. one, 2006, right? One of four times. That's a big amount. It's it, for them to completely go from in, in about 15 years from winning the World Cup yeah. to not even qualify, qualifying for it is insane. The U.S. has done better than that because we didn't even <laughs> win the World Cup. So we haven't fallen that far. Okay. So that's right. And yeah. obviously I know they didn't win the Euros. What I'm saying is Conte made them look good in the Euros. Right. But what did, what did they do? They kind of, you know, piecemealed a very defensive team that stuck around a long time. And everyone's like, oh, Conte Nacho's gone. That's not the way they play anymore. Not only is that not the way they play anymore, that's how you did well in the Euros. And you could have used it to get in the World Cup. Yeah, I, I you know I don't know they didn't score one goal in uh, yeah across the two legs against Sweden which which you, you Sweden every every, Not, every everybody scores against Sweden That's buddy <laughs> missing slots on Ibrahimovic Sweden who by the way started in M well at least played an MLS player yeah Gustav yeah. Svensson from the Seattle Sounders. Yeah. Come on now. MLS. That means that MLS is better than Italy. That's it. Not even just the, not even just the team, the country. Not even the Serie A. <laughs> yeah. MLS has better food than Italy. <laughs> That's it. You, uh, Italy gets knocked down a peg on on every world ranking. Everything. In, in, in every category. This is uh, singers. MLS. <laughs> Go to MLS. I bet you Jordan Moore has got a beautiful voice. Andrea Bocelli, you're out of here. Yeah. Nobody... <laughs> Luciano Pavarotti, take a seat, buddy. Let's see. Let's see what Jesse Marsh can do. <laughs> so the yeah, if, if people uh, saw the se the second leg of this uh, match, just very surprising. Look, uh, Italy had 
I mean, they, they, not they, not only did they have incredible amount of chances, but look, I don't know whether to be sad for Italy or happy for Sweden. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what what should be more of of one or the other. Sweden came out in their patented five five zero formation. <laughs> I have never in my life sure seen like. I don't know. It looked to me like, remember like back, back, back in the days, like you would see it in like school books, the way that like firefighters used to be like brigades. It was guys standing next to each other, passing buckets because they, they oh, didn't sure, have the sure. hose. Yeah, That's yeah. what it looked like. It looked like two rows of that all wearing <laughs> yellow and blue. It was absolutely, it was, it was fun to watch because you were like something is that people just heading the ball. People are doing bicycle kicks to clear the ball. People going absolutely nuts. People pretending to hit the ground. Italians taking out Swedish players. <laughs> it was fun to watch. It was not beautiful football in any stretch of the imagination. Uh, and at the end, I, I hate to be a troll, but yeah, I, you lost. You haven't done that well in the last few anyway. Clearly, you need the same thing that I think the U.S. needs, which is a, a house clearing. Promotion relegation in yeah. Syria. We need Bring it. it up. Immediately. Yeah, yeah. What is going on? With we team? need to get Don Garber <laughs> out of the Syria. <laughs> Don Garber <laughs> is ruining <laughs> Italian soccer. You've said it okay. since the first episode. <laughs> okay. Clearly, that's not the issue there. I think youth development, I had a bit of an argument with some guy online who was like, like, oh, oh, and that's always that's always, this this is always going to end up end up well. You arguing with some guy online, <laughs> I'm sure you would totally respected his opinion. By the way, who uh, was saying some extremely xenophobic <laughs> stuff? Shocker! But he's actually a smart guy. He wasn't trying to be like he didn't realize what he was saying. Well, maybe he did, but he was saying like what we need to do is limit the amount of foreign players because we're not getting as many opportunities for Italian players. Yes. Guys from Atlanta. I'm sorry, I don't remember his name. It was Screen Captain shared a bunch his argument, and I I didn't need to get involved. There was only like 700. 50 like um you know replies but i was like i think they need a 751st and i was just like come on man you know how about we do what germany did which isn't to say kick all the foreign players out why don't we revenue share and not we why don't they revenue share and make that for uh youth development it worked for germany and he was like oh but only 25 percent of the players in the syria were from um, you know italian academies i'm like you're making my point you know, so many people are freaking out. Italians are freaking out. They said they need to get the foreign players out. Uh, they want to take down, uh, you know, the stronghold that Juventus has on the Serie A. They're saying that Italians aren't good anymore. There's all this stuff going back. Guys, it's the same issue that America's having. Develop your youth players. I sure look it's 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 difficult to just be like this is this is the exact problem and this it's is not that difficult because <laughs> Germany showed everyone in the world and by the way has released like they've released like papers and 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 Germany everything. has always done everything right and they've never done anything wrong. slighted the world in any way listen ever. <laughs> if there's one thing we can take away from their constant uh detailing of what they do <laughs> is to say let's see what are some of the stuff that good that they've done since at least the 60s watch some of that out of your mouth uh uh, so since the 60s, and one of the things they did was in 2010, they were like, hey, hold up. We fucked up. Let's fix soccer. Yeah. Or in 20, actually in 2007. That, that is how Germans speak. They're like, yo, yeah. hold up, everybody. Yeah, hold up. Hold up, everybody. Hold yo, up. What are we doing out in Berlin right now? Yeah, yeah. Because yo, Sven. <laughs> hold up. <laughs> <laughs> so, the yeah, look, it is uh, as, look, I imagine this is. Way more disappointing, obviously, in Italy than it is, uh, you know, in the United States. It's a national embarrassment. It, it is absurd, and yet, and then seeing uh, the the interview with um, uh, Buffon, Jean Louis Buffon, just uh, kills you. Yeah, you just you you feel terrible. 
watching it, it it, uh, it was interesting while watching ESPN FC and watching uh, Gab Marcotti, because uh, who is I believe Italian, and and talking about uh, how sort of uh, distraught he was after uh, you know after the result, but. Uh, he did sort of mention uh, uh, about yeah the, the the poor results that that Italy has have had in in past World Cups and uh, and in and in the Euros and other European tournaments and things like that. And uh, uh, one thing that was interesting was that he did m- mention so uh, sort of like that old. There was just like there was just a lot of old players. I mean, they they, they this generation needed to be folded. Yeah. I think it's the same issue with America. And I'm saying yeah, that's a, that's the the similarity we see, similarity that we see. That they 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 were yeah Buffon is thirty nine years old I mean come it, on he's 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 good I mean but he's great but you when you see a guy who Donnarumma right for AC Milan yeah. and seeing like that there's other players that waiting in the wings Donnarumma is eighteen years old there's not one goalkeeper <laughs> that other, y'all built in they, twenty years <laughs> yeah they develop they're like you know let's wait a generation before we develop another guy we don't need goalkeepers <laughs> we have Chiellini okay he stops everything the, well, you know what the weirdest thing about Buffon to me is that he's uh, that he's only 39 he looks like he's 53 he's the guy too if you've played every game <laughs> for the last 20 years the man's years. been through a lot yeah, i just feel so bad he does look like he just buried his partner like a cop <laughs> who just buried his partner constant five o'clock shadow yeah. he shaves it's immediately yeah. you know <laughs> just grows back out yeah he's immediately like just working at a desk overtime as soon as he shaves yes it's just uh you yeah. don't realize this he's also been an accountant this entire time it's <laughs> he, very stressful he does Juventus accounting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well yeah, a lot of, a lot of he's a sport. very good one because <laughs> they don't pay for shit uh, the other thing I want to say somebody said this online I, I didn't make this up but uh, hey look in his last international game still got a clean sheet you know? <laughs> not bad good for him alright alright Buffon go out on a high note come on buddy <laughs> put that frown upside down doing Lady Buffon uh, but yeah disappointing for Italy I, you know a lot of people and, and have said the same thing you know this is the first time they're missing the World Cup since 1958. Yeah. A lot of time, a lot of people, which is at least 30 years. <laughs> yeah, we, <laughs> but again, we're 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 doing Juventus accounting. We have no idea what the <laughs> yeah, numbers yeah. are. So, so the the yeah, a lot of people have never lived a lifetime without seeing Italy in the World Cup, and it, oh. and it is uh, complicated for them and difficult. Uh, but yeah. This is yeah. Is not, pissed though. <laughs> now you know what we feel like, yeah. Italy. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I remember a time before they qualified. I, don't, I wasn't a soccer fan, but I I remember the, what the time was like before that. And now we're back. Okay. Well, you have vivid memories as a two year old. What you <laughs> not really. Well, no. Nineteen ninety. I remember before nineteen ninety. Don't you? What? No. They were qualified in nineteen ninety. Wasn't it eighty six? Yeah, then I don't remember. All right, well, whatever. <laughs> it's all—it's just us, Italy <laughs> and U.S. So, uh, because of Italy missing the World Cup and all sort of these these big uh, countries, big soccer countries missing the World Cup, they are suggesting. Uh, some people on, on the internet, uh, some guy online uh, has suggested. He also suggested it. <laughs> I don't know if I'm. I don't include me in this. Uh, I, I suggested it. <laughs> you suggested it uh, um, using our account. So technically, we both suggested it. <laughs> uh, you know, an NIT version of uh, of the of the World I Cup. Think we need to disrespect it that way. Uh, it doesn't. It could be like first of all, people buy tickets for the Intercontinental Continental Championship that ICC that happens. Oh, I thought you were talking about like WWE. <laughs> I don't even know what you're. <laughs> okay, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Italy, Italy, Italy versus, versus the States. States. 
in a cage match. <laughs> Tyler Adams versus Juwanli Luigi Buffon. Oh, who's gonna? Yeah. It's gonna be a slobber knocker. <laughs> Donna Ruma from the top burn turnbuckle. I'd watch. I'd watch that. I'd yeah, really- I mean, I'm kind of into it already. <laughs> I don't even like wrestling, but no. What I'm saying is, like, it doesn't have to be like this whole like NIT or the secondary. Like, if people buy tickets for like one of these like preseason tournaments that mean nothing. Why wouldn't people buy tickets for this? No, I, I don't think uh, fans would have any issues seeing these countries play. I think there's a little bit of a um, too much pride in for some of the players to want to play in a tournament that's not the World Cup when they were trying to get into the tournament. So it, I, I think if I was a player and I missed the World Cup, I'd be like, Fuck any to- any other tournament. I'm not playing yeah, yeah, any yeah. other tournament. Like it's just it's too. It's already. I'm already depressed that I'm not there, and I'm also playing in a tournament with these other damn losers. Yeah. This consolation cup, you know. Yeah, like- I don't want the ball. You take it. No, you take. <laughs> you it. win this damn game. Yeah. This don't mean anything. <laughs> but uh, so I think it was Taylor Twelman who said like you could do it. Think of the teams, right? You have Netherlands. You have Chile. You have China. Who didn't make it, by the way? Uh, you have Italy. Uh, I might have said Italy already. The U.S. Right? Chile, Netherlands, U.S., China, oh. Ghana, Cameroon, Wales, Wales. That seven right there. I'm sure they could find three others and make this five and five. Okay. Groups, top two, move on, play each other. You get a champion. <laughs> a champion of what? Of what? I don't know. <laughs> you get. You Why don't we do it American style and plastic, call it a bowl? You get a. Plastic trophy from Spencer's gifts. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. A 3D printed <laughs> soccer ball. Oh, that thing, that that stupid thing that kids play with that's like shrinks like this and then you pull it and it opens up. You know what I'm talking about? Linky? No, no, oh, no. no. You the mean ball. That, that, the ball that. you get like at the Liberty Science Center. Sure. Yeah. Have you ever been to Liberty Science Center? Yes, I've been a bunch. <laughs> and I took my nephew. Come on. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you were just playing with all the toys and when your nephew was like... Uh, He's like in an airplane. <laughs> I want to learn about the other stuff. Yeah, I'm like, get out of here, kid. It's a gift shop. You got a credit card? You can't for nothing in here. Uh, so look, yeah. I mean, personally, I'm uh, no, I'm not super interested in it. But I, I, I would probably watch. Actually, I would of watch. Course it. You I would watch. Would. It. Well, why not? I mean, we got We have time to talk about. Do it in the um, U.S. Make it. And Taylor Twelman said, make it all the twenty-five and under. I think that's a great idea. It'll be like a U tournament. I would go. Okay. If it's in the U.S. <laughs> and if it's not, I would watch. How about this? If it's not in New York, I would watch. I'm not going to drive. So the so a, a, a couple things. So I, I mean that. Who's to say anything like that could ever happen? I don't. I mean there would be so much involved uh, for something like that to happen. And also we're in the middle of possibly. Uh, you know, there's going to be a, a vote for for U.S. soccer uh, president. So I think. The, I, I I personally think that even if the, somebody didn't want to do that, there's not enough time to organize something like that. There's enough time. I don't know. That's my opinion. But whatever. We'll see. I, what, is, what does he know? <laughs> I mean, what, where could we find a country that doesn't have major sports playing in the summer and has a ton of stadiums hmm. Hmm. and an incredible infrastructure and hotel system? Hmm. If anyone can think of it, please let me know. <laughs> I mean, incredible infrastructure. I mean, I don't know. Well, whatever. It's infrastructure. <laughs> I mean, look, it's better than Costa Rica would have, right? That's all I'm saying. And by the way, it's not just the U.S. I'm talking about. Argentina could host something like this. Well, I mean, Argentina's in the World Cup. Well, and so they could host it. They're not. They're not no one's using their stadiums. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah, so. China has stadiums. You can play it in China. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure. All of our youth players. 
Pollution sick, but still. <laughs> we should uh, also discuss uh, Christian Pulisic, who, who just uh, put out uh, an article uh, for the Players' Tribune. Blog post. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, he tumblered up. He's <laughs> <laughs> sure. There's emojis in it and yeah. everything. GIFs. You know, he's very good. He's very, uh, uh, like, in tune with what the, what the kids want and <laughs> yeah. how the kids absorb news media. Yeah, so. he actually, he didn't type it out. He said it all in 10-second intervals into his phone <laughs> on Instagram stories. <laughs> so, uh but Christian Pulisic, uh, and this is cool because we don't really get to see too many soccer players write for the Players' Tribune. Yeah. Uh, the Players' Tribune, I think it was who started by Derek Jeter. Uh, it's, it's essentially like... Um, heard of it until now. Yeah, yeah it, it's a, a lot of uh, 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 players. It's like the players' uh, opportunity to write and, and, and give their own perspective without a journalist sort of, you know, re- re- yeah, reinterpreting it or whatever. So... Uh, Christian Pulisic did write an article and just gave his thoughts about uh, missing out on the World Cup. And it was, uh, he, you know, reading his, uh, reading it, first of all, I'm like, well, this, this, little, this little kid looked like he went to school a little bit in Germany or whatever. You know, sometimes you expect... Skipping class. Yeah, you expect yeah. some, you know, the, the star athletes to just, like, get uh, easy A's uh, where the teachers were like, well, he's, he's going to be an American hero. We just got to... You got... You go, through. go right through history yeah. in English and just move yeah. right along. What year was the <laughs> War of the eight of eighteen twelve. Was it eighteen twelve? Go to the next screen. This kid, he's a savant. <laughs> you know what I mean? He answered every question correctly. <laughs> so, both um, and I, I really just appreciated the his his uh, description of uh, when he found out that the U.S. wasn't making the World Cup, and he and he bring you into the into the moment as yeah. a player, which I it was kind of like. I don't know. I remember my anger and my frustration. It almost became secondary to how this guy felt because you could see that he was going through a lot during this whole process. And it was tough. It was tough for him. Um, you know, we're not going, we're not making it to the world cup. Like when he finally heard it and you could see the photo of him drop down, like uh, sort of in a squat and crying. Yeah. Um, you saw where that moment came from. He kind of told you, he talked a lot about how there were players that were better than him that didn't get the same opportunities he did because he had this Croatian passport so he can go two years early. Yeah. So, um, I mean, that, that, that's basically the crux of the article of like him trying to explain what, uh, what is sort of wrong or what he thinks his opinions on. Just the, like, yeah, from the his perspective, of what's US, happening. Yeah. The, yeah. Like uh, a state of the union address almost. Sure. Yeah. And, and, but I, I, I like this take because you don't really get to hear this from the players that are this young, that are still in that uh, in that scenario of like they're they're still developing, you know, and uh, he is 19 years old, so he's not really that far detached from the the the, the pivotal moments in his life yeah. that that he feels changed uh, and that helped his trajectory to get him to be, you know, essentially a star player at, at Dortmund. Where even I I've the, the 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 somebody I think at Bayern was already like that we we might be looking at Pulisic in the future. Like so so it is interesting to hear from from someone like this. Yeah. And and yeah, they're talking about him replacing Robin. Yeah, which yeah. is. I mean, what an honor. Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. That would be, that's incredible. I mean, is it that, I mean, they didn't even, it's another, just another guy who didn't make it to the World Cup. I don't know what's. <laughs> Swapping one guy for another one who didn't make it to the World Cup. What are you doing? So, uh, uh, but yeah, that the, the moment that he did mention uh, that, you know, after the, after the whistle blew, asking an assistant, uh, what were the other scores? And just like afraid to ask the real question. Yeah. yeah that was just, great. Great. And then, uh, and then his, his take on like, um, yeah, being being uh, where he is now, and and at, yeah, I believe at 13 years old he got a, a Croatian passport because a grandparent was Croatian. Her father's at, Croatian, at, yeah. and that helped him uh, get 
uh, into Dortmund. Yeah, that, that's really the, the, the main. You have to become like, you have to be a Euro to be yeah. able to get in. You have to be a member of the Eurozone. So, yeah, I mean, that, it gave him an opportunity to get in. Uh, something that stopped Ben Letterman, who's over at uh, Barcelona's Academy, who, who no one really talks about. I think he's, he might be like 15 at this point. So he might just be on that. He's, he's going to be a part of the next cycle at some point. He's not at the age just yet. I think the three names we hear a lot are Pulisic, Weston McKinney, and Tyler Adams. I don't think we're listening or hearing a lot about Ben Letterman, but clearly there's a lot of these people that sort of have these opportunities to go to Europe. And then he even talked about how it's not necessary to go to Europe, but the most important thing is to be able to sort of find the talent. He said it. He almost like, I think it's in the first or second paragraph where he says, it's not a talent issue with the U S and we talked about this. We sometimes, because we don't know, I mean, we're lucky, you know, we're not following these kids around like where you go now, but we are very talented. Yeah. We're super talented. <laughs> I mean, he said that talent isn't the issue. He meant specifically about comedic <laughs> soccer media. Sure. Yeah. That's what which this- you're looking at by the way, or you're listening to, which is really the, uh, I'm just surprised Pulisic has a take on this at all. You know what? <laughs> very, very impressed. And happy he's listening. Thank you, Christian. <laughs> um, but he clearly talks about how there's like not enough, that there's just not enough people finding and developing the talent. It's not that there isn't the talent there. That is probably the most important takeaway. I like him. I like the fact that he was able to write at this, you know, sort of from this point of view, but I could care less what you went through that moment. Like at the, like when I read it, I was like, oh wow, that's meaningful. But then at the same time, I was like, all right, yeah, you let us all down. You know what I mean? What's more important, it's like he scored the only goal in the game. He scored the only goal. He specifically. No, he no, <laughs> he was a part of the team that let us down. Okay. <laughs> uh, but I think what's important is like, hey, you were a youth player. Who did you know? What did you see? And he was like, oh, there was a ton of talent out there. People just didn't get the same opportunities I did. People didn't get recognized. People are still a part of all these other travel teams and are not getting, uh, you know, a chance to go play against pros. And he said it bothered him when he watches MLS and he doesn't see those guys that he knows are great and a part of the academy is getting a chance to play. Yeah. Why aren't they? Yeah, I mean. So it, here it is, Christian Pulisic for USSF president. <laughs> just a just a twenty year old president. <laughs> Why not? First uh, of all, you don't get paid; it's volunteer, and I'm pretty sure he can do it over Skype from Dortmund. Can't be that tough. So the yeah, so but uh, I did uh, like you said this take from a person this age that that's still going through that that development is uh, I think is unique and one that we don't really get to hear often. You know, it it'd be interesting to hear like what Josh Sargent thinks about sort of where he is in the development process or like, especially as a guy going, he's going to Werder Bremen who just uh, signed with them. So it, it, wait until he's 18. He's another one. Yeah. He's technically solicited as that, whatever St. St. Louis Gallagher. Oh, that's, that's, a, that's his academy. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he's still listed as that. It, it, it does raise the question of how, essentially how do we get the quality of, uh, of development and, you know, and, and, and the, uh, the quality of the academies to be as equal to Germany or whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I, I I've said it like 17 times on this podcast. And I said it once on this episode, they told us all how they did it and we're just not doing it. Okay. And uh, the, the other thing that uh, Pulisic brought up was the, the idea of the sort of xenophobia there is towards the German players where uh, that a lot of them get criticized of, of not being as, patriotic not just the german just the players the kids that move to europe to develop that they're not as american as the kids who develop here which yeah. is i gotta be honest i don't think i've ever heard that he it's obviously happening because yeah, he's, he's saying, saying yeah saying I mean, it, he's yeah. the one hearing it but i don't think i've ever heard that 
uh, angle. I never, I mean, maybe the ones who are half German, who are not really American, but sort of somewhat naturalized and can play here because they had like a serviceman father like Jermaine Jones or Danny yeah, Sort of. They are. They are American. We've had no, they, they're American. No, yeah. what I'm saying is but like- you, you said sort of American, like kind of, like they didn't weasel their way into- no, but What I'm saying uh, is they weren't born and raised in America or- Yes. Um, I forget, uh, there, there's a kid who's English at, I believe, Everton who has a chance to play for uh, the U.S. I can't remember his name. And he was like, oh, I don't know anything about America, you know? He's like, I, but I would love to play for them if they want me to. Sign me up. Yeah, he's like, sure. <laughs> he just shows up with a box of Weedabix. He's like, you guys like this, right? Like, he doesn't. He's another one of these people that, like, uh, so the half German players are sort of like that. They don't, a lot of them don't know a lot about American culture. You know, Jermaine Jones clearly has a German accent, but I don't hold that against them. If you're, if you're American, you can play for the U S team and you make us better show up and do it. You know what I mean? Help us out as much as we can. I've never heard that a kid who goes to Dortmund at 13, all of a sudden, oh, he's not American enough. <laughs> you, as soon as you cross the border, like, yeah. yes, look at this, uh, get him out, get, lock him up. You don't need him in this country. Lady you work for who goes to India and comes back wearing saris and stuff. <laughs> You're like, all right, <laughs> all right, Becky. I know what spiritual yeah. awakening you went yeah, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't care it. about the color war you went to, <laughs> Diwali, none of that. Just sit down and answer the phones, Becky. Uh, yeah, I think it's a, uh, it, it is, uh, just, just in general, my takeaway from it, I was just like, this is, I'm just glad someone is, is speaking openly about this stuff. And, and he made, Power. and he did, he, he made it very clear. Like he's not he's trying to uh, focus on missing on the world cup, but really thinking about the, uh, the next world cup and look, hopefully today. We see some, uh, just some positive light towards, uh, you know, just like, oh, okay, not get excited about, you know, the possibility of next four, uh, the next four years of our of our U.S. team uh, being up to par with like, oh, with some of the other countries, and obviously making it to the World Cup again. So hopefully, um, so we should uh, a couple other things in uh, in Major League Soccer. Uh, yeah, MLS does not sleep; they may not be having games. The news cycle continues. <laughs> Keeps going. Uh, the the rookie of the year was announced. Yeah, big surprise here. Some guy we've never met before. <laughs> Some guy who's uh, yeah, just not supportive of us at all. Uh, really, really eats actually too much pizza. <laughs> <laughs> eats too much pizza. I, frankly, he's. I, I think he's tried to uh, you know get in the way of our success. Hey, he sabotaged us <laughs> many a time. <laughs> uh, but no, Julian Gressel. Congratulations, rookie, rookie of the year. Yeah, come on, huh? I mean, the it it, the, it wasn't even close with the votes. I think he he got like. Uh, I think he got like almost 50% of the vote or something like that. And then it was split amongst the rest. It wasn't necessarily unanimous, but it was overwhelming that he was winning. I don't know. I think. Why wasn't it unanimous? Who are these? Who are the voters who voted for these? Haters, dude. <laughs> it's a bunch of pizza guys going, I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, That's, it's, a, it's uh, yeah, with Julian, he didn't win the pizza vote. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else really could have competed. I don't know that anyone had uh, sort of the effect and, uh, you know, the, the immediate, uh, positive sort of, again, effect for their team, like Julian Gressel, you know, I know there was a small amount of talk about a Jonathan Lewis, um, possibly maybe, you know, overshadowing him because of like the really great play he had in those two games, but that did not continue. He did not continue to get the opportunities and you gotta, you gotta train your way into the matches and he didn't do that. Yeah. The, yeah, I don't think anyone else, uh, was super impressed. I mean, the, the ones that I think were closest was Abu Danladi. Um, 
and Abu Dhabi had Nick, a great season. Nick Lima, I think for for San Jose, started out really strong. Yeah, but 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 when you look at the rest of these players, and then you look at Julian Gressel, who made the starting lineup of a, a team coached by Tata Martino, it's like just almost that in itself is like. Yeah, he's yeah, he probably deserves it. He's if yeah. he's good enough at, at his, in his first professional year to and and for uh you know uh, a storied experienced coach uh to yeah, be like took Argentina the World Cup final and this guy's good enough for him. <laughs> so that's a good sign. So it's yeah, good enough for us. Uh yeah, we're excited. Obviously, uh, Julian has been on the show. He's he was on our our live show in in Atlanta. Uh, and we're, we couldn't be happier for him. Uh, well-deserved. Obviously, when we went to go see uh, Atlanta United play against the Philadelphia Union uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, you know, he scored a goal, he scored a goal for us. Yes, yes, he did. And uh, we both threw our underwear at him. Uh, we're big fans. <laughs> sure, we were immediately thrown out of uh, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, hey, you know, it was, it was worth it. <laughs> His face was uh, fumigated. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, it was Matt Golden underwear, so it smelled great. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Can't tell I wore it for three days straight. Uh, so yeah, very exciting for him. Uh, another uh, piece of news: Brad Friedel announced as the coach for New England Revolution. Yeah, yeah, we've uh, a team that was uh, now no real, you know, top flight senior team management experience, head coaching experience. I listened to the interview he did on Extra Time Radio, which, by the way, congratulations to Andrew Weeby for having his baby, huh? Yeah, look at that. Come on, huh? A new rookie in the Cameron in Russell the Weeby. <laughs> so I think I put in the article that it sounds like a great law firm. I hope he doesn't get upset. Uh, <laughs> sorry, buddy. Um, but uh, I listened to uh, the interview he did, and he was talking about how him and his team, him and his team, uh, him and his crew and his, his staff that he already has, like, what, 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 how do you have a staff? You just got hired. <laughs> you just run around with a goalkeeping Coach, you just, know, you know, a couple guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm, like, I'm just calling a couple. I'm t- I just texted a few guys. <laughs> that is the one thing I took from it. So he brought up, you know, uh, if you're better than the player he has now, he's going to look at you. He's going to look at you specifically. Okay. So get ready, buddy. This is going to be oh exciting. Cooligans <laughs> yeah. FC games just took took a bit oh, more important. Oh, boy. Should I get new clothes? I no, buddy. Okay? He's already watching you as we speak. He's behind the live wall. But Brad, Brad Friedel talks about um, how, you know, he's going to look at every position. He's going to look at new players for every position. No one has the um, opportunity to be baked in. So, you know, good luck to a fan of the show and friend of the show, Juan Agrodello. I don't know if he's listening out there in Poland. Um, hope you are. Poland? Sorry, Portugal. Portugal. <laughs> Very close. Uh, they're right next to each other, po- right, guys? Po- Poland can uh, host this uh, tournament in this NIT. Buddy, let Poland host Poland's it. not doing anything. Come on, you got nothing, right? Um, so... He was talking about he's looking at youth players. He talked a lot about how he likes what Tata Martino did in Atlanta. He likes that fast. He likes action. He does want their players to be responsible defensively. So people were a little worried when he said that, that maybe that this is going to be a much more of like sort of an old school team. Um, and uh, he talked about how uh, as far as signing DPs, if you're a fan of New England Revolution, this is going to be exciting. If you're a fan of MLS, this is exciting to have another team. He said he looks towards what Atlanta did as the blueprint. So it looks like, I don't know if he's going to be able to do it in the first season, but it looks like Brad Friedel is the type of guy who wants to go out and get some of these players that can, you know, that are being looked at by some of the bigger clubs in the world that maybe can be flipped after their first season for a lot bigger profit, especially if what is supposed to happen true, that you get to keep a hundred percent of the revenue that you make for homegrown players. Maybe there's this sort of opportunity to just compound how much money you're making as a club. And he said he would not have gone there if there wasn't, 
ambition and they're extremely ambitious, which is hard for me to believe because one thing that we've made fun of New England Revolution for is having Robert Kraft as their owner who could give to Fox about the soccer team. Uh, sure. I mean, maybe it, that's it, changing. It, maybe it, all of this is changing. Can Brad Friedel change, uh, sort of, can he change Robert Kraft? I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe he's <laughs> tall enough. You could scare him. I mean, I don't, I don't know if, uh, Robert Kraft is really the problem. I mean, when it comes to the, the, the lineup, uh, for new England, we talked we- real truth right now is just mad at you because he seems to be the problem for a lot of stuff. No, I mean, I'm saying Robert Kraft is, is not directly responsible for how bad the revolution are. That's all I'm saying. Oh, that's true. That was Jay heaps and he's gone. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, we, we know who's accountable, right? So the, again, uh, we've talked about this before. When you look at the, when you look up uh, uh, on paper, a lineup uh, of the Kai, Kai Kamar, Juan Agudelo, uh, uh, of, Fagundes, Lee Wynn, Kellen Rowe. Kellen Rowe. You see a couple of those guys. You're like, all right, they're fine. They're gonna. Yeah. I mean, they're not gonna be. You, you know, the 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 it actually the sounds like one of the better teams. worst team in no. the damn league. Yeah, that that team is not only making the playoffs, but should go far in it. So yeah, and there is a uh, yeah, the hopefully Brad Friedel can change. I mean, I think he's gonna have to just change the lineup a lot because it it looks like the 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 foundation of of the club and and the chemistry amongst its players is really what the. The fundamental issue is so the, the one thing that I think scared me in that interview is he said, like people were upset that like some players were playing out of position. Juan Agrodello is much more of a center forward. You know, here's where Lee Wynn likes to play. Here's where Fagundes likes to play. And they're kind of hard pieces to fit all together. You know, Teal Bunbury and Kai Kamara and everyone, it's kind of hard to put them all together. And he was like, it doesn't matter where you want to play. It's like, where can you help the team? So you know, that might be a little bit of uh, what's already been happening there. You know, that might be, uh, you know, some old hat for some of these fans. Okay. Maybe Brad, maybe Bradford will be like, a, you know, a tougher, tougher guy, tougher coach. Uh, I got to be honest, though, from the interview, again, not a New England Revolution fan, but if I was, I'd be kind of inspired. I don't know if I bought the BS, you know what I mean? Maybe I did. Maybe I just bought the BS. Like he didn't really say specifically, here's what we're going to do. And here's the formation and here's what we're going to do. I think I just kind of like got caught up a little bit in what he was saying. I'm like, Oh, this all sounds great. Yeah. I think in the era of, of like this MLS 2.0 and, and all the sexiness of, of, of me, of, of you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. People, uh, it, it's just, <laughs> it's I, really disrupting I, soccer. I'm, uh, I'm perspiring quite <laughs> yeah, a bit actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <So>. Links effects. <laughs> um, but no, but seeing like the, the, the hirings of like Patrick Vieira, Tata Martino, and, and just seeing the, the, you know, the, the really going out, out of their way to, to bring in international and foreign managers to, to, to get a new sort of look, uh, at these, especially New England Revolution, a club that's been around for a long time. the, Brad Friedel is just like, well, it's not really, not really get, sexy as high. Get me going, guys. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't know what to say. Sorry, you're going to give me a little bit more time here. <laughs> Drying up down yeah. there. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Blood's rushing back to my hands. <laughs> Nothing's happening. Uh, but speaking of Remy Gard. Remy Gardin, maybe, oh, right, for, or uh, Montreal. Montreal Impact, yeah. yeah. Uh, an Arsenal boy. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, but he was also like Aston Villa manager and a manager of another team. Sure, but he played, he won with... Uh, yeah, he, he did. The, the yeah, league. no, he was. He came in the same season as Patrick Vieira mm-hmm. over at uh, Arsenal. I mean, I remember him very fondly. I don't think of him as the greatest player that was ever on Arsenal or anything, but I remember him very fondly, and I'm, I'm happy to have another uh, another one of the, uh, you know, Arsenal boys uh, here in uh, in MLS. It's yeah. kind, of, kind of dope. For, 
French guy, so he's going to be... Speaks French. Works well in, uh, right? in Montreal, so yeah. he's going to fit in nicely. And he talked about, you know, I was listening to, I forgot who said it. Somebody said something like, you know, Montreal is a small market, but there's, it's actually three and a half million people, which, you know, I'm in New York City, you know, dwarfed by New York City, yeah. but... As far as markets are concerned, that's not a small one, you know? That's a big one. Obviously, weather plays a big role in how much they can develop, but they got the uh, Tabla, uh, Baloo Tabla. They've got, um, who's the other guy they developed? They got a lot of young talent. There's another guy. I can't remember uh, his name now. I don't know. Jackson ML? Yeah. Okay. So there you go. Although he's a little older. I think he's like... I don't know how old he is. I, but I know, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I know very little about the youth players in, uh, in Montreal. Oh, well, you Forgive need to me. get your Ray Moore on <laughs> <laughs> and start figuring this out. Uh, but there's obviously a lot of opportunity there. I don't know that, you know, I think the most exciting they've been was when they had Piatti and Drogba. I, you're clearly not going to bring Drogba in. He's now playing for the team he owns uh, in the third division or the second division. Um, what is, I don't know what they're, what Montreal is going to be able to do, but I am excited to see what formations he's going to put in and what he can change. Sure. I mean, uh, they, they, they went from making it what to the Eastern conference, uh, final to missing out on the playoffs. So something happened, something went awry. Uh, I, so, but Montreal and still one of the most fun playoff games I've ever been to very much. Yeah. Oh. But, but Montreal doesn't seem like a team that needs too much fixing or whatever, but they, they, I, I guess the, uh, you know, defensively, you know, we won't, I remember we spoke to, uh, Sofian Benzaza, uh, uh, from Cannes football club. And he did mention like that, that one of the, the things he would hope for is like a strong defensive mid. Uh, and, and that's, that's really what they're mid. They need some, they just need to just stop letting in so many damn goals. And Having a world cup center back isn't good enough for you guys. <laughs> it's a weird, like, uh, Laurent Simon to me, I don't know. You see him on Belgium and, and he, he just like, he doesn't seem like that big a deal. I don't know. Like, I, I don't, is he a uh, is he a DP? I don't even know if he's a DP for. I don't think he is a DP. Montreal. Um, there's very. I don't. Even, is there even a center back that's a DP? I don't even think there is. Easler. Okay. So maybe is he, is he a, yeah, uh, a Yellow Van Dam was. Yeah. So there, there's not many, but he's like one guy. Even when you see him at Belgium, I'm like, he's not in the MLS. You're he, like, he's not the best player. He's not the best. I mean, he's like, I, maybe he's like just tactically like smart, but it, I, I guess from a defender, you sort of expect to see like a big bulking, like John Brooks kind of just yeah, big yeah. dude. And he's not that. So no. it's like, but he manages to like be like in the correct spot to stop. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. He reminds me a lot of Kashilny. Kashilny isn't the type of guy that looks like, you yeah. know, he can overpower anybody, but he's just always there and he's doing a great job. Yeah. So Simon going <laughs> to the world cup, John Brooks, not going. So, so, uh, also Chiellini not going. Oh well, yeah. Well, Sorry, Italia. Well, there's an age limit, so you can't, you can't, <laughs> you can't send Chiellini. That's, I mean, we've got to, yeah, we got to worry about his safety. And but in Italy, itself. the age limit apparently is thirty nine years old. <laughs> um, what one other thing that uh, we can get to? Uh, just uh, we could talk a little bit about was uh, Paul Tenorio. He had, um, uh, and this is relevant to the doing uh, doing the revolution and um, players like Kai Kamara, where the there's apparently some uh like a, a weird rule when it added this to the cba i don't completely understand it i don't understand it yeah we tried to get him to call him but he's very busy with <laughs> so, you know but, other i guess his job but but basically just to sum it up it, it's about um free agency right so free agency was it, uh, 
instituted what last was it last year two years ago when years ago no three years ago now because it was uh, uh nycfc in orlando city's first season yeah so but here the cba states that a player may be compensated at an amount equal to or less than his declined option price provided that such compensation is less than the maximum salary budget charge which is currently five hundred and four thousand three hundred seventy five dollars which what that's what it will be in 2018 so anything over that counts as a dp player Right? Yeah. So this is th- this will involve players who or are not. Damn, you have to buy that down. Yeah. So who gam. who are not these are not designated players, but these are these are like MLS veterans that yeah. will earn more money than just players, obviously that that have just been in the league just a right. couple of years. So this is free agency and trades, and maybe making an offer for free agency. And the league is so anti free agency that they added this cap. So that teams couldn't work around it, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 strange. The main thing that that this would affect is 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 that players that have been in the league a long time, like uh, and and the examples that he uses are Kai Kamara and Sasha Kleschen, players like that, that can definitely earn more money. That that it it, it might not be uh, beneficial essentially for for right. for the the teams to keep their players because they might be either essentially too expensive and. And they, I guess they, they, they may not be able to buy, I don't know, buy down the, their yeah, contract. But it's not just that. Like if a team makes an offer to that player, they have to negotiate a new contract. Okay. It's very, so like now all of a sudden you have a new contract. So like it says that the player may be compensated in an amount less than his declined option price, but greater than the maximum salary budget charge, which is 508, right? Or 504. So let's just say 500,000, right? So the player may be compensated in an amount less than his declined option price. So the option may be worth more but they declined it. So he can be compensated less than that and greater than the maximum uh, salary budget charge, provided that such an amount be all negotiated between the league and the player. So for clarity, if a team indicates that it would accept the players higher at a higher compensation, the negotiation between the league and the player is determinative of the player's compensation. So they have to go back. So a team can agree to it. So, New England Revolution is coming to buy you, right, Christian? Yeah. Right. So Brad's here. Brad's yeah, here. he saw. He so, saw me. He was very impressed with my. Clearly, my you're going to be paid way more than five hundred four thousand three hundred seventy-five. <laughs> and again, I get ten percent of that, uh, which is all I need to survive. My wife's not happy about that, but so you're going to get more than that, right? So because you're going to get, you got an offer for more than that. That you now have to renegotiate your contract with the league, and the league can essentially bring you down. Okay. So yeah. the club offers you more, but you still have to go to Don Garber's office and negotiate. <laughs> which, uh, which I'm sure will be a fun experience. <laughs> not a problem. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie, please. It's not Louis C.K. It's Don Garber. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, we can get out of the room whenever we want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the main thing. So this is important for guys like Kai Kamara and, you know, uh, Michael Bradley and, and all these players that are in that cusp where they can start to negotiate their own offers, but they're going to have to do so once they approve an offer. They accept an offer with the team. They've got to turn around and negotiate with the entire league. But essentially what this uh, kind of uh, does is hinder the possibility of players going wherever they want to go. It's or just, it's making a, as much money as they want. Yeah, it's, or it's, they, just, like, they it's, a, it's a, just another thing, another hurdle for players to go where they want to go or to earn as much as they think they can earn or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and it, it just sounds like a uh, uh, just a that a, a wrinkle in like this free agency, but like not not com- not really not like you can't just do whatever you want. Yeah. So it, it 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 is another thing of like uh, not allowing super clubs, I guess, to some to some extent. Not 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 allowing. It's also not true because the other bit of news that has come out is that the 
amount of TAM is going to increase sure. to two million dollars. Reportedly, we don't. Again, it's not nothing certain. Yeah, but I mean, this is apparently what is going to happen. So actually, it it also will raise the cap of a TAM player to one point five. So okay, we were talking about TAM. You can buy down players with TAM, right? Yeah. So. Sorry, anyone listening. I'm sorry. This is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> Although we're Just really not, trying, we're trying to explain so it. hard. <laughs> so if Christian is going to make more than five hundred thousand dollars, that's not DP level. Sorry, buddy, you're not DP level, oh, but he's worth more than you're gonna the cap. You're going to say that right to my yeah, face? right to your face. <laughs> so what? If let's say Brad Frieda offers you seven hundred thousand, okay, well, why do got, I? Okay, why do I have to do this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is lock the door. <laughs> I'm getting wildly uncomfortable. Right now. <laughs> so. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> Delete the tweets. <laughs> so he's offering you 700000 Yeah. That means they'd have to buy down 200000 of your contract because it's over the five hundred with TAM. There used to be a cap. You were not allowed to make more than $1.5 Oh, no, a million. Now that's going to increase to $1.5 So they're going to get $2 million of discretionary TAM. Mm-hmm. So they can buy down contracts. <laughs> God damn it. Which now allow a player to make one and a half. So you can essentially buy this pretty much looks like it's an offer for you to go out and find Armidongs. Go out and find an Armidong, someone who is willing to make one and a half million dollars of money they're guaranteed to get, unlike people who play for Tijuana who have not been paid for two months. Right? You're gonna get direct deposit. It's good. It clears. It's American money. You straight, right? You're going to make one and a half million dollars, up to one and a half million dollars. You good now. And they can use a million of their money to buy that down. And they still have another million that they can buy down another player. So you can get yourself two. So what does that sound like? Sounds a lot like they want every team to go out and find a Joseph Martinez <laughs> and a Miguel Almiron because yeah. these teams are getting offered $30 million for these players. So the, the league is like, son, we make in Guap. Let's go buy more socks and sell them on the side of the road. <laughs> this is exactly all that is. Now, it's really difficult to understand all these stupid rules. Here's my thing. If the cap is like $1.8 million, but with all these stupid things you've added to it allows you to spend like 30 million. Let's just make that the cap guys. <laughs> and just say that like two of three or four of your players on the squad have to be from the youth Academy or have to be homegrown and four or five have to be American and just go and let these teams spend what they want to spend. Uh, it, it really feels like the, the MLS doesn't want to just let go of that grip of 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 you know oversight and control. I don't know. I don't know what the fear is exactly, but I, it it it's a, it looks like a lot of all this stuff seems very very confusing and weird. But it's just it just feels like a uh, uh, you know a business that is like no wait what are you doing no this is. No, we're going to do it like this because I don't know what you're doing. I mean, it sounds like a good idea, but no, I don't. This I, is all too much. <laughs> this is all too yeah, much. Yeah. You know what? Let's all just grab it because this is – I'm look, I'm just getting uncomfortable right now. <laughs> uh, but it seems like whatever a team tries to do something that's like revolutionary, they're like, ah, but what about this rule? You know, it's like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's, uh, yeah. So it's, a, it's just another, uh, you know, big uh, sort of mess. It looks like a, a – a, you know, it's probably like just some giant legal document that we'll never understand. Right. Uh, but that's, that's 
just sort of what's happening in the league right now. So we, we try to keep you... Try to keep you abreast of what's happening. A, but this is really, <laughs> really difficult to understand. And I think it's on purpose. And here's my other point. I, I hate to harp on this, but, you know, if the biggest issue with all these rules is to stop not just a super team, but to, to make sure that teams don't feel as though they have to overspend and ruin the league. We've reached a point where teams can spend more now. So just let them go spend it. We have, you're giving them $2 million is going to assure that a team can go out and essentially be somewhat of a super club within MLS. Right? Mm -hmm. So that was the point of the cap is to stop that. You're giving them tools to do that. It doesn't make any sense. It's like saying, go build a house, but you can only use these hammers and nails as opposed to the hammers and nails you want to use. You're already giving them hammers and nails. Let them just use the ones they want to use. Let these teams go on spend. You know, the teams that don't want to spend, you know, so, uh, Revolution would have been the one that I would have said now, but I guess that's not the one anymore. Maybe Columbus Crew. The teams that don't have the guap to go out and buy the players they want – they're still going to be hamstrung and not buy those players. So they're with this new Tam. So just get rid of the cap or just make it just a one overall. Look, your cap is 12 million. Your cap is 15 million. Your cap is 20 million. Just go out and spend on whoever you want. We need a flat tax. We need a flat. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay, guys. Because clearly this the trickle down the, Tam the, is not working. The, the, the Tam code is too complicated. Yeah. You vote for us and we'll change it all. Too many loopholes. <laughs> Vote for us. We need a lockbox. Anyway. Better uh, pizza. <laughs> better Tam. All right. So that's, uh, that's it. that'll be the end of this first segment. And uh, next segment, we'll talk about, uh, about U.S., uh, Portugal, and, and what we think about that. And we'll, and we'll talk a little bit about the, the matches coming up uh, in uh, the MLS uh, playoffs. So. Yeah, so you'll hear our reaction mm, to at- that USA game you saw yesterday <laughs> right after this. <laughs> exactly. Hey, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to The Cooligans. Just want to break in with our sponsor. Oh, yeah. We, love, we know you love our sponsors, everybody. Yeah. And uh, today's episode is sponsored by SeatGeek, and we're always grateful of SeatGeek. They are the official uh, uh, ticketing partner of MLS. That's right. So I was just looking. In fact, the Houston Dynamo have sold out their first leg. But if you go on SeatGeek, you can still find a couple of tickets. They're a little expensive, but SeatGeek is going to be the one that shows you all the tickets available and which one of the cheapest op- options across all of the different ticket uh, exchanges, which is really cool. I mean, I can see them all option, all those options right here. So it's clearly a hot ticket, but if you are our first time user of SeatGeek, use the promo code COOLIGANS and you will get $20 off. A little scratch. Save save some money. Especially because on, of us. On that, on that hot ticket, Houston against Seattle. So you know what you do? You could find one of the cheaper seats, right? Or you're taking a lady or something and you're taking your friend or you're taking a, a fellow with you. Here's what you do. You go to the one that's a little bit $20 more expensive. They have no idea. <laughs> they won't even know. And you just got that money back, baby. Cause, why? Because you know the Cooligans. They say, yo, how'd you get this ticket for so cheap? You know what you say? You say, I know a guy. <laughs> and what's that guy? That's the SeatGeek app. That's either on your phone or SeatGeek.com. And all you have to do, put in code Cooligans, C-O-O-L-I-G-A-N-S. You can go get that $20 in your pocket, baby. Do it. Yeah, we're back, baby. We're back. And all we have to say is, Horvath! Come on, Horvath. Horvath! <laughs> what are you doing? Horvath! It, it wasn't even shot at you. What? I mean, no, it's an easy one, Horvath. It's the easiest one you had all half. Oh my goodness, Horvath. Okay, forget that happened. <laughs> this is a good game. That was an impressive uh, performance, I think. This for, is what we wanted. We've US been team. begging for this. 
Oh, I, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah, we were. I don't know why. We, why were we begging for? You him? wake up, Christian, <laughs> at two in the morning and say, "What do you want?" He says, "I want the boys to play. <laughs> I want to see nothing but boys." <laughs> we said we wanted to see the youth movement. What did we see? Uh, we saw Dom Dwyer. Uh, Costa. <laughs> we saw Al- Alabadoya. But after all those guys, we saw <laughs> the youth movement. Yeah, we still didn't. Also, see- I mean, who was the star of this show? This was the West, the Weston McKinney show. This was, a, and, and a little bit, a little CJ Sapong. And, oh, CJ Sapong looked great, yeah. by the way. And so did Tyler Adams. Tyler Adams did play well. So look, we, there's. We, you know, we can't be furious, uh, I think. You know, if, you know, if Horvath doesn't yeah. do what he does. Absolutely. You know, we win this game and we, you know, we, we and lead, again, you know, a little bit more optimistic than we did in the past. I think, I think we should stay optimistic, right? Because here's the thing. If we said that it wouldn't matter, that the score would not matter. And what did I promise you guys? I said, if we draw <laughs> or win, I will tell you that we won. But again, the score did not matter. That is the absolute truth. At the end of the day, it's how did we look. Uh, a couple of things that I liked, and again, this was a very young team, but I do love the way Miazga played. I absolutely love uh, the way Weston McKinney played. I absolutely love the way Tyler Adams played. Why was Juan Agudelo on the wing? That made no sense to me. Yeah, he, um, did, he didn't look super comfortable. He, he he's not. He doesn't seem like a. A hold-up guy. He was, try- or maybe you know, maybe. No, the- I think he wants to be more of a hold-up guy. But, but CJ Sapong was a little better at that. I don't know. Yeah, I, I see. It seemed like in that role, especially before in the, in the second half, before he was subbed off, he just maybe it was the, the defender that was on him. He just looked a little outmuscled. A, a, yeah, a, a couple times. So. I could see that. I could see where you would come up with that. I I think it was. I think Juan Agudelo also seemed a bit unsure. As to what exactly he should be doing over there, Horvath. I'm, so, you know, Horvath was the problem, though. <laughs> I'm still hold on. I, I just had to get that one out of my system. It was very I fun. wonder if you could blame anybody. Who would you blame? <laughs> Horvath. There it is. All right. Uh, you were wondering. We answered the question. Uh, uh, before we continue, let's. Uh, th- this particular segment, we're we're actually recording. Uh, again, like we, we did mention we have so many resources. We're currently in... in we got the, nothing but resources, baby. <laughs> resources. Quality? No, none no. of that. Resources. Dude, we go to the bodega. We're like, yo, let me get this sandwich. I'll be like, yo, six bucks. I'm like, can I pay you with resources? <laughs> because we've got a lot of them. Uh, we are in the the studios for WABC. We're actually in... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're, we're again overlooking. We're just... We're literally going to just start going into <laughs> random rooms and start recording. Like, I think behind me, you could see a guy. There's like, a, if you're watching... The video There's just this some, way. Some a radio there's person. The there's just working. a person working. <laughs> we don't know who he is. You know when you watch the news and there's people behind them like at cubicles and stuff. Oh, I always thought they knew who they were. Turns out you don't know who they are. <laughs> That's at least my experience. So, uh, so yeah. So that that might be why we sound maybe slightly different. Yeah. Or we should give them the morning radio. There's a uh, traffic on the LIE coming into New York. Please turn around and go back to Long Island. Nobody wants you here. So. Uh, this game does end one one. Uh, first, first reaction. What is your first reaction? Forget the score. Forget Horvath. As hard as that is, Horvath. <laughs> forget all that. What is your immediate reaction after having watched that? And I would probably say probably the first half, because the second half didn't look as good. But uh, I would say I was very impressed with Weston McKinney and his uh, confidence. Uh, 
playing against. Uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't necessarily Portugal's A team, but it was a lot of. Uh, I mean, in the past, we've not been able to sit here and go, "Well, I mean, it wasn't Portugal's A team. We would have lost <laughs> the the, sure. the crew that lost that Trinidad and Tobago would have clearly uh, lost the Trinidad outside, to Portugal's C team. <laughs> this game uh, won. You know, it should have been one nil. That's all, you know. Uh, uh, but, but I mean, just the way the, the, the they played. But those, forget the score. But uh, McKenney looked great, uh, and more importantly, I I was impressed with how comfortable the younger players looked. Right? They didn't yeah. see outside of Horvath. Nobody yeah. looked uncomfortable <laughs> playing soccer against Portugal. Do you know what I mean? He he was the only one that that seemed uh, a, a little like, out of place. But Tyler Adams looked great. Uh, Weston McKinney looked great, and and defensively, you have to be excited of, of about what that team looks like from a defensive perspective. Yo, Miazga put on weight, dog. Miazga looked weight. So did Lenin Gooch. All right, Lenin Gooch he, is nothing but weight. He put he put all the weight in his traps. Yeah, exclusively. Oh, by the way, the <laughs> amount of resources we have, he has an upper body strength. That dude is built. And by the way, the amount of pace that that man has is shocking. <laughs> so they they look. We don't we don't get to see a lot of these players often. Uh, you know, outside of you know when they were playing in the in the U twenties and U seventeen tournaments and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, but they uh, they looked comfortable. They looked confident. Cameron Carter Vickers looking great. Yeah, uh, no, he came in in the second half, which wasn't our best half, but it was all defending, and he looked good. Yeah, Fania putting it all on the line every time he's out there. Yeah, I, I'm fun to watch. I'm I'm excited for a future of a center back pairing of Matt Miazga and Cameron Carter Vickers. Uh, I, I think yeah. you have you have the the strength and height. Of of Miazga, you have just the just the shoulders of Cameron Carter Vickers. I'm very excited about those shoulders. Yeah, there's a lot of shoulders on this team. You know, a lot of a lot of bench pressing going on. So we got we got a lot of upper body strength to look forward to. I thought CJ Sapong looked great for someone who we've seen play a lot in MLS and has moments where they look good, have moments where they sort of disappear in a game. It clearly shows that if you surround him with fast you know, players that are going to pass the ball, that he will make himself available. He will sort of help uh, the the attack. He will put himself in positions where he can assist what's happening. And that was extremely fun to watch. Uh, you know, CJ Sapong in those situations. Kellen Acosta looked good. Took a took a took a knock with Danny Williams. Oh yeah, that's right. Got up and was like, nah, son, we good. I mean, they both laid there for a minute, but, <laughs> but, but the funny thing was the, you looked at me and you're like, oh man, I think they have concussions. And the next scene is them just preparing to defend. <laughs> and I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, walk it off. I'm fine. Yeah. yeah I guess we good. I guess we do whatever <laughs> it, we want. It didn't, they didn't like necessarily clash heads as much as like, uh, Williams they collided. Well, well, I think, uh, Williams like, like, uh, hit, uh, Colin Costa's like face or chin or whatever. Yeah. So it wasn't just like temple to temple or whatever. Yeah, it certainly didn't feel good. Uh, but yeah, CJ Pong did look good. I think uh, I was just looking at his age. He's 28 years old. I'm like, oh well, how much is he? Is he at a place where he could unseat a forward? Nah. Uh, you know, he's, he's he might get a couple uh, walk up qualifier call ups. You know, he maybe uh, in the next two years, but. No, he's not getting. You don't think nah. he's that? You don't think you're gonna see him again? No, nah, homie's done. <laughs> Start working on the podcast, CJ. <laughs> Twenty eight years old. <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Uh, but yeah, uh, th- that's yeah. My, I'll tell you who knows me. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not happening. My uh, yeah. My initial takeaway is uh, yeah. Just uh, I'm, you leave optimistic. I think uh, you, getting to see some of those guys play in that atmosphere. Uh, 
they they look pretty comfortable. And obviously the the, the younger players uh, like McKenney and Adams, I you know for me I'm like all right these are the the especially seeing you see how fiery Tyler Adams is and he was just as he he, he he's just as fiery playing against Toronto as he is always oh, uh, a beast uh, against Portugal. So I honestly think and this, he almost and he almost had a goal. Yeah, this first half. I think is enough to get him a shot with the with the European team, and I know you know the uh, rebel fans will be mad at me for saying that. If any of them still listen to the podcast, please do. Uh, Why wouldn't they listen? Love, yeah. Because we love all teams. <laughs> um, but I think uh, you know I think this is an op- I think he's going to get an opportunity because he looked that good in the first half. There was a few mistakes like everything else, but the guy's young. He's super young, and he's just getting into positions. And let me tell you something: the idea of him and Weston McKinney together, and that Gonzalez kid that plays for Monterrey that they didn't let go. Uh, for this game, who's another pit bull. The three of them, I mean, look, I don't know who's passing the ball, although McKenney's pretty good at passing. I don't know who's passing the ball, but I know what's not happening is the other team is not even going to touch our back line. Those three are all pit bulls, and McKenney, my God, it looked like someone told him, hey, you know Portugal? If they score, your family's locked up in a basement. <laughs> You'll never see them again. Yeah, you don't even want to know what Portugal said about your mother. Yo, your mother? <laughs> what? what did they say? Look, I can't even say. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't wanna, look, I'm just Don't saying. even rebuttal. Just go out there and do something about it. <laughs> look, you know? I'm just saying they're talking about you. Yo, <laughs> streets is talking. All about your mother, though. It's not what you want. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I I think a lot of things to, to look forward to. And I, I don't know how much we need to get into, uh, you know, the, the Ethan... Hor- is it Ethan? It's Ethan Horvath, yeah. right? Yeah. Or it might be Evan. Oh, you know why? We, we, he doesn't even deserve us uh, knowing his name. It is Ethan. <laughs> it is Ethan. Error. Error. <laughs> Error. <laughs> he put up a big old E, all yeah. right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> In the score sheet. Uh, he looked okay after that, too. That, that could shake even the most seasoned. Uh, goalkeeper Horvath, he came. Where did he play? He didn't he play in MLS ever? No, I think he was in he was in Mexico for a while, and now he's with he was in Belgium. I think he's technically owned by a Holland team, by a team from Holland. Uh, but I think he plays for Belgium. Uh, yeah, he, so he yeah he plays in Club Bruges. Uh, yeah, but I, yeah, I got his, I don't know where who where else he played. Uh, and I'm pretty sure. I mean, again, this is just us. Now sitting here googling something, but I'm pretty sure he played. No, he played for Mold. <laughs> <laughs> he played. Wow, the, Mold. What a historic fresh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, the 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 very dangerous. <laughs> the things you find yeah. in in uh in back in people's backyards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, what creates fermentation? So let's not let's not act like sure. it's such a bad thing. Sure. Uh, Mold. Yeah. For whatever I I thought he played in MLS, but you know he hasn't. I re- I prefer an MLS keeper over that. I'll tell you that much. Well, Hamid looked pretty good. Hamid looked fine. Uh, but I mean, he looked pretty good. He took control of that position. You know what he didn't look like? He didn't look like Horvath. <laughs> Horvath, how dare you? Uh, well, apparently he's not starting in uh, in Europe right now because he's been very error prone uh, this season. Oh, so you think the trend continues? <laughs> I mean, you feel bad for him, but there were there were so many moments uh, throughout that first half. I, I don't know. It just it, you you feel the the. It looked like he was he was feeling the pressure of like not embarrassing the United States anymore than than, than they've already been. <laughs> this has to stop now. <laughs> Somebody has to be like, all right, guys, 
Jill, we 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 already lost. Yeah, that's it. We don't have. We can't lose any worse. The reason this means nothing to us <laughs> is because we have nothing happening for the next four years. So everyone just take it down a notch. <laughs> so nobody got to worry about letting letting goals in. Just yeah. if they go in, they go in. They let, go in, they go in. I would have felt just a little bit uh, better if it was like let Portugal earn it. I mean, look, the way we we look at it is Portugal didn't score. We have to look at it that way. Horvath lost the ball. <sighs> <laughs> so as far as I'm concerned, that was a good game. What I don't like is how the second half became extremely defensive. It's like, let these kids run, man. And also, Dom Dwyer, what yeah. are we doing? We know who he is. <laughs> no, I love the guy. I love Dom Dwyer, but we know who he is. Let the kids play. Why didn't Sargent come in? Give him a minute or two. Okay, that's it's a fair question. I I, I am the most surprised that uh, Josh Sargent didn't get a chance yeah. to play. Well, I mean, it would have been did cool. you just make him <laughs> Dominican? Josh, Josh. I think you said Josh. Sorry, I didn't say Josh. I'm pretty I sure you said Josh. I said Josh. It's just that Josh. Wait a minute, Josh. Josh. I got. Josh. I got Josh. Josh. Sergeant, it's a tough, it's a tough name to say. Yash quickly. Sergeant. Yeah, Yash, 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 Josh. <laughs> this is what you Yash. people listen to. I want you to know that <laughs> this is what you spent Young. the last hour listening to. Young Josh, Young yeah, Josh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Meet me in the crowd. It's going that anyway. Meet me at the bench. I'm not going in. Um. So, uh, uh, a couple other. They were we were while we were watching uh, that game. Uh, Ireland. And Ireland. Denmark. And Denmark, uh, which were Denmark decided to go. <laughs> they got shooters wow. out in Denmark. Oh now. man! Uh, who said they don't allow weapons out in yeah, Denmark? <laughs> in the European, Denmark, we don't need guns, baby. <laughs> we got our own shooters. We got we got Christian Eriksen. Yeah, Christian uh, uh, Eriksen, another Christian. Yeah, dominating Europe. Dominating. The game. Uh, and you're going to get bought by New England Revolution. <laughs> so, so, I mean, the trend continues. Look, on all, continent, on all continents. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's go Antarctica. There's a Christian out there right now just banging in goals. <laughs> no one's watching. So, uh, yeah, uh, Ireland uh, lost 5-1. to one. It's crazy. In Ireland. I mean, you can't count the last, like, four goals, though, because <laughs> they were just they were playing so offensive to try to catch up. I felt, I felt terrible. But that fact that that happened lets me believe... That the idea to have a Losers World Cup, uh, World Cup NIT, if you will. Yes. It's probably a good idea because the Irish fans are great. They would come out. They travel. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they they they, they stumble. But Here's they, some benefits. But they get there. They stumble. Look, they're going to get there when they get there. Okay. <laughs> if there's a bar on the way, they'll eventually get there. Uh, if there's a Victoria's Secret, they'll eventually get there. If you didn't see the video, they were just cheering when women walked out of uh, like I mean, hundreds of guys waiting outside <laughs> of a Victoria's Secret. What was it that happened again? A bunch of a bunch of uh, women were walking out of the Victoria's Secret, and all the Irish fans were cheering. They were all wearing their, and then uh, the wait, one they girl, were like in lingerie or something. No, like no, no, no. They were just standing outside. Okay, they were and just... then as the women would walk out after having purchased something, they'd walk out with the pink bag. Got it. They'd all cheer and root for them. And then uh, one lady opened up the bag and she took out her underwear, and the crowd went nuts. It was like whatever. <laughs> what a fun, <laughs> what a fun group of people. Um, they, they might come out. Yeah, I mean, th and that here's another benefit. It's not in Russia. 
Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really the biggest knock on the world. Have you Cup. seen it? That's why we don't even want to go. It's like, oh, it's in Russia. That's like, why we didn't qualify. No, really, no, it's just like I don't want to really be there next summer. It's like it's just like <laughs> I'm, I'm just Russia and I are not really like in like talking terms but right ever now. Ever since they messed with the election, like I'm gonna be honest, <laughs> I'm just, just kind of glad we're not there. Yeah, I'm, I just I kind of don't want to be around them anymore because <laughs> I feel like they're listening to all my phone calls. <laughs> uh, Russia's listening to this podcast right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. So. They have a they have a Christian Polanco P tape. <laughs> <laughs> sure, the yeah. dossier on Christian Polanco. <laughs> this motherfucker pees uh, pees powder. <laughs> okay, well that's that's just gross. Uh, <laughs> well, it's all the soylent. Okay, sure. Well, I mean, it's a drink. It's not it's not powder. I think if you could, it's pee, powder. If you pee powder. I mean, you like, got a problem. That's like a very, very serious <laughs> yeah. issue. That or you're 107 years old. <laughs> you should probably address. All right, so, so the next the next world the next. Uh, um, World Cup qualifiers. I think that's it. No, Honduras. Um, oh, by the time you listen to us back, Honduras, Australia, second leg will happen. Um, there's a couple other ones. Uh, Peru and... Uh, who's, who's, I thought Peru is out. Uh, is that over? I'm not sure. We should know this stuff before <laughs> we record. I think there's. I think those are the final two. Peru, uh, New Zealand, yeah. and uh, Honduras, Australia, right? Okay. Okay. So I'll take a word for it. Yeah. So we'll- um, I'm also hearing that uh, Australia might be getting into some pro rel soon. Uh, their A League. Okay. Okay. Things are happening out there in Australia. Some some of the truthers on the internet are moving <laughs> to Australia. Uh, uh, what else? Oh, these. Come on now, the next round of the playoffs. These are the uh, quarterfinals, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, these are the, no, no. These are the semifinals. These are the semi. No, the semifinals happened ca- already. The quarterfinals are about to happen. Well, these, these are, are the quarters. These are the Eastern Conference Finals. This is not quarter. Eastern Conference Finals, which is a quarterfinal. <laughs> I just don't want to be wrong. <laughs> I believe. I no. This is called the semi for quarter and then semis. No, semis already happened. Click on it, you'll see it. All right, I think you're wrong, but uh, I mean, I'm clearly right. The, the Eastern Conference uh, final, it's uh, Tuesday, November 21st. First Col- matches in Columbus versus Toronto FC. Um, it's, there's there's uh, rumors. That Josie is very confident that um, not very confident, but he thinks that uh, the MLS disciplinary committee will rescind the red card that he was issued for fighting uh, during tunnel fight. Well, here's my problem with this is that they haven't been told yet. So they, they don't know. It's not been cleared. It's not been confirmed. So how how are either teams supposed to prepare? Yeah, and also how long is it supposed to take to make a decision on this? It's already you have the international break. You already have more than enough time. What's the issue? The the, the game is uh seven days away from when we're recording, six days away from when you're listening to this. Yeah, so what the hell? So get get it going. We come saw- on, Horvath. <laughs> Horvath is involved somehow. <laughs> somehow. I know. <laughs> I know the ball's being dropped, so clearly he's involved. <laughs> All right. So uh, did somebody check Horvath's five hole because there's something going on. Oh man, <laughs> I know that's between the legs, but it doesn't sound. That also doesn't sound good. I feel like all the answers are in Horvath's five hole. We just have to. We've got to go in that five hole. <laughs> we have to look. Uh, yeah. So it, it yeah it is uh, pretty frustrating, but they there should be uh, what what Josie's saying is that that there's uh, there's uh, this video evidence. 
And he's like, the, 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 the video will exonerate me, <laughs> and I will not be held accountable for any of this because I'm telling the truth. He, he is, I mean, obviously, he's the only one left between Sasha Kleshton and, uh, uh, you know, from Tunnel Fight that got right. punished. So, obviously, he's going to be like, I didn't do anything. Uh, yeah. But he seems- and If I were Sasha, I would also be like, yeah, no, I hit him first. <laughs> yeah, let, let it go. It's what over. Do not let me play in the MLS Cup <laughs> final, you know? You know, I didn't even want to go to the MLS Cup <laughs> I mean, you know what? This time, I'm not going. <laughs> I, I feel like it's going to be in Toronto. I'm like, just I hope I see him in Toronto again. (laughs) Imagine two years in a row. Like, hey, (laughs) awkward, awkward conversations. Rough time last year. Oh, we meet again. (laughs) Just remember, he was a dick to us last year. Okay. I mean, I don't know. You keep saying he was a dick, but he was. What do you mean you don't know? He was uninterested in talking to us. There's a difference. (laughs) Being a dick. (laughs) I mean, I I felt that. So uh, who, who can blame the guy? And then he was like, hey, guys, my friend's here. And the guy's like, "Who? what's your name? <laughs> He's a waiter. He's like, yeah, I'm going to talk to my friends. He's like, wait, didn't you want a Heineken? <laughs> yes. He, uh, he has pigs I'm in a blanket. brought to you by Heineken. He has <laughs> pigs in a blanket. He's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I really yeah. see what he's I'm like, I am a pig in a blanket. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so apparently uh, Altador he is saying uh, he he said I know what happened. Quote I know what he says I know what happened. There is footage. You can't deny those things. The league is doing its due diligence. Uh, the, he said the video is clear. You can't argue with the facts. I'm not worried about it. You have to let the league do what it has to do with making that choice. I'm looking forward to being a part of both legs against Columbus. So he's these are bold statements. He feels like he's trying to get in the five hole of that <laughs> of the both disciplinary legs. committee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Come on, they have a tape. They know what to do. What's on that tape? They know what's on that tape. <laughs> so, it, based on on these comments, uh, I, I you know it almost bef- last week when we talked about tunnel fight, I I, I was I was uh, s- skeptical that um, that Sasha Kleshin could have been this like reckless and crazy to like right. attack uh, attack. But Joseph. then you remembered how he treated us at MLS Cup <laughs> last year. Oh boy. Now it all. You know what's funny? I actually did forget that, and I was having a conversation with someone. And they're like, "Isn't that the guy that was mean to you at MLS Cup?" I'm like, "He has it in him. <laughs> That's right. He's capable of evil." Yeah, I think it was his fault. Now that I think back at it, <laughs> he started the whole thing. God damn it! That poor Josie. <laughs> that good choir boy Josie. Has someone hugged Josie recently? Uh, I need to apologize to him and let him know that I'm so sorry I doubted him. But based on how confident he is, I'm starting to think uh, Altador probably didn't have any. Did had ever reason to I guess either defend himself or uh uh yeah he, he, he just he, either that or he's he's trying to he's bluffing Columbus he's bluffing Columbus Columbus may be preparing for the team with Josie and oh. Josie is acting like hey don't worry about it I'm gonna play You'll see me there. They got tapes. No, and there are no tapes. <laughs> or the tape is of him just punching <laughs> Sasha Kleshin while Sasha Kleshin is like what a, reading, what a great reading strategy. religious text, <laughs> you know, with two kids. What? <laughs> what a, but he knows that, and he knows he's not going to get to play the first one. Sure. But he's trying to, he's trying to, pull, he's trying wow. to call a bluff, yo. Is, he's is, trying to finesse. Is, Gr- is Greg Vanny putting him up to yeah, this? Yeah, Greg like, Vanny's like, like here's is, the move. This is the strategy we're going with. Okay, <laughs> we can't win otherwise. <laughs> So, uh, so that's uh, that's the Eastern Conference um, uh, final, uh, and the the Western Conference, uh, which is going to be at nine thirty. Portland, 
Port, no, Portland is done. Yeah, it's Houston. <laughs> it's Houston. Houston versus Seattle. <laughs> it should have been Portland, maybe. I wanted it to be Portland. Uh, I feel bad. If there's any Houston fans listening, we love you guys too, but we all wanted Portland versus Seattle. <laughs> I mean, let's be realistic. Uh, Houston against uh, the Seattle Sounders. It's going to be a big one. Uh, yeah, it, it's, you know, we talked about it last week. Uh, you know, I, it's not going to be a cakewalk for, for Seattle. Uh, for either team. Sure, uh, you know I think the the uh, the mentality. I think the, the Dynamo sort of identity, has, especially throughout this playoffs, has been you know we we know what we are. Right. We're not gonna do anything fancy. Mm-hmm. Nobody's not mugging anybody. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're just a little pass it to you, pass it to me. We're gonna stand right here. Defend, defend, defend. <laughs> and we're not gonna let you get over there. <laughs> so I think that uh, that's kind of the idea. Also, some you know some of the players uh, for Houston are playing. Uh, in the, the Honduras, the, yeah, the, the entire Honduras the entire team <laughs> is the yeah, Houston, Houston Dynamo, Dynamo <laughs> minus Cubo Torres. So you know, who knows what this first leg might look like? They they might be, uh, you know, it might Se- be tough. Yeah, Seattle's gonna have uh, clearly they're gonna be, outside of Gustav Svensson, they're gonna be way more rested. Yeah, <laughs> because uh, so you know we I, we don't know exactly what to expect, but I think you I mean you have if you're a, a gambling man. Or or woman, you 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 kind of have to go with Seattle at least for the first leg, right? You have to go with Seattle on the first one, and you have to kind of. I would assume you would have to go with Seattle pulling it through. I think the MLS Cup final is going to be a repeat of last year. Um, I think it's going to be into obviously it's going to be in Toronto if Toronto wins, and I think uh, Seattle is going to come in. I don't know. I think everything actually will go the same. I think Seattle wins it again. I think Sasha Kleshin is a jerk to us. I think Juan Agudelo is mad cool with us. It's just all deja vu. Everything is exactly MLS the same. Cup, I MLS think, Cup Part 2. I think me, you, and Dave Monsion are going to be in a, in an Airbnb listening to Liddy again. Uh, just, just living our, our repeat lives. Just everything's going to be exactly the same. Uh, I mean, look, yeah. Well, I would hope it would be in a different place just so we can get to see a different city. Uh, I don't think so. I think it's going to be Toronto. If not, it's Columbus. Yeah, it's, yeah. So for uh, one last time, well, they got next year. <laughs> well, I mean, I, look, I, I would like to go. I've been to Columbus before. I've and never been. It's, it's it's never had a reason to go. It's a cool city. Uh, I had a good time there. I mean, Tor- Toronto is easily uh, more fun. Yeah, um, I think Toronto has more to do. Sure. Uh, Look at us trying to be really careful. <laughs> Don't want to offend. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Save save the cup final trip. <laughs> Speaking of save the crew, did you hear that a brew dog, which is a uh, a small brewery, wants to be a part of the team that buys uh, the I, the crew? I did hear this, and uh, it, it's an interesting idea. But again, it, it sounds a little bit like um, what they do in Germany, right? With like the fifty one. Percent fifty plus one, fifty plus one or whatever, yeah. where they want to have the the the, the fans involved in and in ownership yeah. of the club, uh, which is a, a, a great thought. all of them except RB Leipzig, which <laughs> sure. found a way around it. <laughs> but the what if our executives were also fans? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. It's a good strategy. Yeah. So the uh, it, it, I think it's a good idea. But w- again, what incentive does Precor have to sell the the team to anybody? The yeah. He doesn't, and I hear they're starting a uh, sort of like a land, um, like studies in 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 um, Austin already. Okay, so <laughs> so again, they're doing feasibility studies at this point, and Columbus is like, yeah, but what about if a beer company buys you? <laughs> like they haven't done anything yet. These are just thoughts. So I mean, I think what's going to end up happening, I I honestly think is 
unfortunately, Columbus Crew is going to move to Austin. They're going to become Austin Athletic, and I think a uh, either USL or NASL or NISL, whichever one is still you know sort of out there. Uh, I think a, a, a team is going to start in that stadium. Okay. And hopefully they have the same colors. Obviously, they won't be able to be the same name. I beg that the badge does not have three men in hard hats. Uh, yeah, I uh, he, Alexis wants five men in hard hats. Five men. <laughs> we need hats. more men in but hard hats. But how about this? That's it. Just hard hats. <laughs> <laughs> we call it Columbus Five Hall. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we found a way to bring that around is disturbing. Uh, uh, speaking of uh, the, some of the lower leagues. Thank you for just... <laughs> Some of the lower leagues, uh, congratulations to uh, uh, the USL Cup winners, uh, Louisville City. Louisville City. Uh, uh, and the NASL winner, the San Francisco Deltas. Deltas. Yeah, SF Deltas, which might fold. It looks like the NASL. <laughs> what a reward. Yeah, congratulations, <laughs> yeah. and uh, please uh, pack your things. <laughs> pack your things. Yeah. Get out of my office. Yeah, before the second half starts, can we just look around and make sure we take everything we own? <laughs> we can't leave anything because we're not allowed back in here hey, at the end of the match. Leave those pencils there. Yeah. Your hey, 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 oh, 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 oh. <laughs> we sold that. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it, it, a lot of people are. Uh, I, the, that was the sort of weird thing. I, I, I did watch the the USL final uh, last night. It was uh, Loose City versus who? Uh, they played. Wasn't it like RB2, RB and Y2? Oh, man, who did they play? I uh, mean, if only we had these <laughs> machines in front of us that could find out who they played. Uh, I didn't get to see it, but I saw a couple of the highlights that came up. So it looked pretty dope. Uh, um, Swell Park Rangers. Swell Park Rangers, yes. Yeah, which is Sporting Kansas City second. Uh, it looks like um, Atlanta United is not going to um, be partners with 